listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast, where we talk all things pregnancy, children, and parenting. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV 2 News podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health. Welcoming a new baby into your family is one of the most joyous experiences life has to offer, but it can also be one of the most stressful. Many new moms struggle with the baby blues after giving birth, and one in seven moms will suffer from postpartum depression. Joining me now is Diana Jensen. She's a registered nurse at Intermountain Medical Center. Diana, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. We're talking postpartum depression. First of all, tell me, what is it? Postpartum depression um, is something that can occur um, in the first uh, few weeks after having a baby or any time after experiencing um, anything with a loss or a miscarriage or even an adoption. Um, it can mimic the same uh, symptoms as depression um, where you experience sadness, um, irritability, loss of sleep, um, anxiety, worry about um, your baby, worry about the futures, the future and maybe worry about harming your baby. Um, there's a lot of uh, things that are the same as uh, in depression. So who gets it? Who's more susceptible to postpartum depression? Or do we know? Um, any mom can be susceptible to, to postpartum depression. The symptoms of depression can actually begin um, in, even during um, the postpartum, I mean, even during the first few weeks before having their baby. Um, and so those, uh, that mom can experience that um, you know, within those first few weeks. And um, so any mom is susceptible to it. So we talked a little bit about when you just mentioned that, but and even before, which you don't often think about a mom being susceptible to it before mm -hmm. birth. How long is mom susceptible to it after giving birth? So after giving birth, it actually can be up to the first year. Some some experts even say up to the first two years is the postpartum period. Um, and so in that first year, they can there they could have they could experience that that depression. Do we know why? This happens to some of our moms? The, the reason that a lot of moms experience this depression is that there's such a shift right after having a baby in those hormone levels of progesterone and estrogen that um, shifts the body and messes uh, kind of with the brain chemistry. Um, and so it puts them more at risk for, for developing this. It, before we started this interview, you mentioned that this is the number one complication of childbirth. You don't think about that. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, it's the number one complication for women in Utah. 13% um, of moms um, experience this. And so it's, it's something that's certainly in the forefront of our minds um, as care providers to, to take care of these moms and to be aware of that. And we don't want to mistake it with baby blues. There right. is a difference. There is a difference. Tell me what the difference is. So the difference between postpartum um, postpartum depression and baby blues is that the baby blues, you can experience that in the first few days, even up to the first couple weeks. Um, and you can, versus postpartum depression, you don't have quite the sadness, but you can have the tearfulness and the mood changes, and maybe a little bit of anxiety and um, sleeplessness. Um, it's when you get past that, kind of that two-week period that we might, and you still are experiencing symptoms, that we might be dealing more with postpartum depression. Is there a diagnosis for it? How do you know for sure mom's dealing with it? There is a diagnosis, and um, your healthcare provider can help you with that. Um, there's a, a score that a test that they can take um, to see if they are scoring high on that, that they can um, be diagnosed with that as well. When we talk about postpartum depression, the word snowball means something. Yes. What is snowball? Snowball stands for it's it's an acronym to help. It's actually to help prevent 
um, postpartum depression. So it's, I mean, it's something that you can do even after having postpartum depression or being diagnosed with it, but it's definitely something that we want to do beforehand. Um, so Snowball, the, the S stands for sleep. Um, you want to try and get four to six hours of sleep a night um, at a stretch at one time. That might seem like really, really hard in those first few weeks and days, um, but you want to try and do that at least three nights a week. Um, and that might require having maybe a family friend or loved one um, take care of the baby for that first feeding so that you can get a nice stretch of sleep. Um, the N stands for nutrition. So you want to make sure that you're eating fats, good fats and protein at every meal and make sure that um, you uh, get uh, your vitamin D levels checked um, by your pediatrician, by your Excuse me, by your healthcare provider. Well, it's especially important it's, if you're breastfeeding yes, too, yes. because you need to eat more calories yes, for breastfeeding. Yes, you do. They say that you can actually um, use up to 500 extra calories a day um, when you're breastfeeding. And let's and compare so, that to pregnancy, because isn't yeah. it 300 calories yes, more a yes. day for pregnancy? So breastfeeding, you really need even more. You need more, definitely. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that you're getting adequate nutrition um, and not having a lot of sugars um, in your diet as well, because the sugars can raise your um, sugar level in your body and cause you to release more insulin and that those sugar levels can also um, change, make changes in your mood. So, Which is not helpful if you yeah. are dealing with postpartum depression. Right, exactly, exactly. Okay, so the O is for omega-3s. Right, omega-3s are found in fish oils um, and they say that 1,000 to 5,000 milligrams of um, EPA and DHA are considered therapeutic and can be helpful in preventing um, postpartum depression. And Diana, what do you recommend for that? Just taking the fish oil tablet that we can get in any kind of grocery store? Or? Yeah, I would. I'd, I'd go after a reputable um, <laughs> vitamin company, but yes, I would definitely um, try and seek that out. In the, or you can seek it in just the natural, um, in, a, the, in the whole food, in the fish. So, And then W... W stands for walks. Um, even 10 to 20 minutes a day um, can be helpful. Um, anything to just get out. So if, even if you can take a 10-minute spurt, even if that's just walking around your house, um, it doesn't have to be outside, but just something to get your, your body moving. So And get those endorphins going and exactly. kind of helping the mood. Exactly. Okay, and then B. B stands for baby breaks. Um, that might not seem possible, <laughs> but you want to try and get um, at least an hour a day um, that you're away from baby. Um, maybe not out of the house, but maybe just where someone else is helping to care for baby. It could be during baby's nap that you just take time for yourself. Why is that important? Why the baby breaks? I think that baby breaks just help us to kind of recollect ourselves um, and kind of, kind of help us recenter ourselves so that we can remember who we are, what we are, <laughs> and what we're doing. Um, I think we kind of get lost in the, the shuffle of the baby for those first few weeks and months and, and even years. So. Yeah, I mean, especially for all the moms listening to this right now, we know what it's like to be caught, to be caught, to be in the middle yeah. of that very beginning yeah. stage with your infant where you are really just feeding and changing diapers yeah. and trying to get some sleep here and there. So yeah. the, the break's important. You're definitely in survival mode, it feels like. Mm -hmm. um, so you want to try and take time for yourself because then you remember you know, who you're doing this for, so, and which, why you're doing it. But following the B is A. A, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's probably, I think, also important. It goes right. along with the baby breaks, mm -hmm. um, and that's adult time. And that adult time can be found whether you call a friend or a family member. Um, it could also be joining an online support group. Um, you could um, just, you just really want to extend your support system. Um, and so reach out to those um, that are maybe going through the same thing. There's lots of online groups um, that you can reach, reach out to.
Yeah, and have that adult time. You、mm -hmm. need it too. Maybe、yes. the baby break could be adult time. Yes, exactly.、Mm -hmm. Those could be coupled together. Yeah. <laughs> and then L. The first L stands for liquids.、Um, so we want to make sure that you you're getting the proper hydration, and that's not in your coffee or your sodas. That's in water. You want to make sure that. And they say, and it sounds like a lot of water, but、um, at least two. Um, pitchers of water、um, because you need to be hydrated,、and、especially if you're breastfeeding. That that hydration is essential to make sure making sure that your milk stays in. Do you need more water than two pitchers if you're breastfeeding? Or I mean, I think that that's adequate for for breastfeeding. Yeah, I mean, if you I if you're thirsty, then you should be drinking, and you're actually probably dehydrated when you're thirsty. So、uh, make sure that you you get enough water because that will help you to also、um, you know get your body to feeling better as well. So, and then the last L, I love this. It's yeah. laughter. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's essential. Sometimes having a baby is not really funny. <laughs> no, it's not. It's with no sleep, right? You get no sleep. You don't feel real funny, and、right. so、um, you want to have moments where you're a little silly, or you maybe laugh with a friend.、Um, maybe finding, you know, your favorite comedian or a funny movie.、Um, it's when things that should be funny are not funny that that should be concerning, and you should reach out. Um, to your healthcare provider and let them be aware of that. So, Diana, one thing that we don't often think about with postpartum depression, but something that you do see, is that you don't necessarily have to have a baby in your arms to experience、right. postpartum depression. Tell me the situations that women can find themselves in when dealing with postpartum depression. So, the postpartum depression is not exclusive to a, a mom that just has a baby in her arms after after delivery.、Um, it could be a mom that experienced miscarriage. Or maybe a loss of an infant.、Uh, maybe she experiences stillbirth.、Um, it could be that、um, she has a baby、um, that is in the NICU that she's, you know, having to now visit and and doesn't have going home with her. It could also be a mom that's、um, had an adoption or even a, a, a or an abortion. Anything where there's a loss、um, of a baby or a, a pregnancy, they can experience that postpartum depression. And it doesn't have to be lost either. It can be somebody that's holding the baby too. It's、right. just it it doesn't、uh, it doesn't judge. Postpartum depression doesn't judge no, at all. No, it doesn't. And actually, the, a small percentage, ten、um, percent of men, actually can experience postpartum depression as well. So it's something that we need to look for in our dads as well, or 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 support person, whoever that might be,、um, that they can experience that as well, because they're they're in it with the mom as well.、Mm -hmm. So. Why do we see dads experiencing it? Just, just from the, maybe the lack of sleep and the stress and everything that's going yeah, on. Yeah, I think that there's、time. a worry for them too because they're concerned now about the health of the mother. They're concerned now about the health of the baby. So their their worries have increased twofold, <laughs> and so they are concerned about that and they worry about that. And maybe as maybe as a provider or、um, a support person, they want to make sure that they're there for them and and they experience that lack of sleep and making sure that baby's eating and doing all the things that they should be doing. Um, just like the mom, so they're in it with them. Talk a little bit about what women should do if they are experiencing the symptoms we mentioned earlier of postpartum depression. What is their first step? So I think that their first step is to talk to their healthcare provider. I think that that's essential for them to reach out to them because they can guide them in following whether they need to、um, get them on a medication that might help them to get through that. Whether it's、um, getting some、uh, therapy help as well. Um, just reaching out, I think that that would be your first step. I think that you need to reach out to help wherever you can, wherever you can find it. Let those around you be aware of the help that you might need and what you're experiencing.、Mm -hmm. And I think maybe for us other moms that have friends that or family that have new babies, we need to be looking. Yeah, 
we and need be to paying be, attention, yeah, right? We need to be aware because they are going through a lot and there's a lot of demands. We come and visit them mm -hmm. and maybe it's a short time that we're with them, but they're mm -hmm. with that baby all the time. Mm -hmm. It's 24-7 and they have worries and stresses and a lot of fears. And so we need to make sure that we are supportive to them um, as best we can. Okay, Diana, thank you so much. Uh, we do want to mention, too, you know, if you or someone you know is experiencing postpartum depression, do not wait until it's an emergency. Right, right. Get help as soon as you feel like things just don't feel right and you cannot feel like yourself. So, okay, Diana Jensen, thanks so much. Thanks for talking with us. You bet. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for this week's Baby Your Baby podcast. If you have a topic you would like our Baby Your Baby experts to discuss, leave us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV 2 News podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health.